Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Thursday, 9.30. We're live. I'm Dwight Couch. With me as always, the man to that side of the screen, the Pepsi to my Coke, Mr. Jason Shepard. I had to be the Pepsi, huh? I had to be oh, the yeah, because I, I, I know. I had I to go... be the lesser. That depends on who you talk to. Well, that's true. The Pepsi challenge, we're not going to do right now. But No, no, we should do that we one night, We may end up though. talking about it. Yeah, we can do that. That would, that would be fun. I, you know, I've... Uh... I'm pretty firm that I could always pick out Coca-Cola over Pepsi. Oh, it's a it's such a distinct difference. Like, how could you not? Uh, let me ask you this: Do you go to the restaurant? And they're like, "Oh, well, we don't have Coke, Pepsi, okay." Well, yeah, but I, and I'll tell you what. What I'll say is, I'll like I don't care. It's like that's fine. My girlfriend will go to a restaurant and it'll be like, uh, she has like a star rating start at five stars right and if one of the things that they first say to her is we have pepsi instead of coke is that okay she's like there's one star down <laughs> one star gone already she's a diet coke fanatic so i'm a uh i don't if if i go to a restaurant and they do not have coke and they try to offer me a pepsi i give them this disgusted face mm-hmm. and i'm like do you got a root beer and then that's 50 50 on if i can get a root beer or not and then it's yeah. dr pepper that's a good, that's Dr. Pepper's always a good go-to. But now if, uh, if it's anything beyond that, man, I might be at water. Yeah, I'll do water like a tea, maybe. Very rarely will I do Pepsi. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and that's got a lot to do with the advertising. You know, that is really what sets the two apart. It's probably not as much of taste as anything. Kind of like Starbucks. You know, nine out of ten people, if they did a blind taste test on Starbucks, prefer something like Folgers. Well, I got to be honest with you, I do too. Uh, now I'll go to Starbucks and drink Starbucks, but I think Starburst. Uh, Starbur- wow, Starburst! Get out of my head, Starburst! Hey, it's it's a contradiction. It is. Starbucks coffee has a very dirty, earthy taste to it, and you can tell it. And I think that Folgers is a more well-balanced coffee. Maxwell House, get out of here. It tastes like metallic crap. Oh, yeah, no. Maxwell House is nasty. Folgers, best part of waking up. Hey, it's the best part of it, man. I'm telling you. Good. We see eye to eye on that. We do. We do. Especially on the uh, Maxwell House. It's disgusting. He left me again. Guys, he has left me again. Um, No, I'm right here. I just had to shut the... There had is. to shut the uh, studio door. Um, my daughter's got her TV on. So, so what are you sipping on tonight, Jason? Uh, I well, Bush Light. More, Does it have uh, a jingle? I, no, I don't think it ever did. Not that does I does it have on. a tagline. It doesn't have a tagline. Uh, brewed in oh the my USA. gosh, it does have a jingle. Does it? Yeah, head to the mountains of Bush Beer. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You pop the top and he goes, Bush. He goes, Bush. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I have another one that I'm gonna pop the top on in a minute here. And then we'll see if it does if it does that. But uh there's certainly no Spuds McKenzie uh promoting this thing and that's uh that's a whole world of difference in my book, if you ask me. You know, that could make the whole world sing. 
in perfect yeah. harmony. <laughs> Good. They could. So uh, we might as well get on to our main topic here tonight. If you haven't noticed through the the uh, back and forth monologue here, we have littered your earbuds with uh, plenty of little Easter eggs to what kind of show this is going to be about tonight. And uh, Jason has prepared a little list in visual form. I've prepared a little list in written form. Look at that. Ooh, it disappears. How about that? Wow, it's invisible ink. That's crazy. Right there. So, um, you know, when somebody creates something, they gotta they gotta come up with a marketing plan and some jingles. And Jason, I don't know if I ever shared with you, but my great great grandfather invented a hair, like a way to make wigs out of real hair, and he made this like this little loom, right? Okay. And so you you could put the hair in it and you would do the little loom process. And eventually you get a, it would take some time, but it would get a wig and it was, you know, kind of the first of its thing. So uh, that device has been passed down from my great, great grandfather to my great grandfather, grandfather, my father. And then to me, it's kind of the family heirloom. Uh, see, I got it this week. I got it this week. You were lying. It was all leading up to a joke. But I was getting ready to say that's kind of cool. People will always need hair, I guess, right? So right, you're kind of set. Be kind of uh, a little ironic with the haircut that a heirloom heirloom would be needed. Yeah, that's great. That's that's good. Oh, so I'm sipping on a lemonade. Chick-fil-A okay. lemonade. Oh, well, can't go wrong there. Has the, the pulp still in it? Love I don't it. think Chick-fil-A has a jingle, but they do a great marketing campaign with their cows. Eat more chicken. Yeah. They don't really have a jingle. They've got that little mandolin. Which I honestly don't like. I hate it when it comes on. But, yeah. You know, do you think it's funny that when you when you see a cow nowadays or a cow pattern that you automatically think of Chick-fil-A? I was going to say, I don't know if I do, but... Uh... I didn't notice till the other day, we were sitting at work and a balloon that was painted like a cow floated by the dealership. And I immediately thought, that's a balloon from Chick-fil-A. It might have been. But there's not a Chick-fil-A around the dealership. Oh, well, then it's not. But it, I mean, you never know how far a balloon can, how far can a balloon travel? They can, they can go, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, great marketing again on that point. So let's talk about someone else who does great marketing. McDonald's. Oh, they've always done great marketing. Right. The McRib is the promotion of the year every year. They do a great job with that. They do. We talked about records last week. They do a record. My wife reminded me when she was listening to the show that, hey, do you remember the Big Mac song? And it would have like all the toppings and stuff on it. Yes. You want to sing it for us? No. Oh, man. Th I thought I might get you on that one. But you know, I used to have. So what the, what they did was they for a little for this was probably the, I'm sure it was the mid 80s, um, mid to late. They had a they had a record that they um, there was a it was a menu song. It was like a. Big Mac, BLT, quarter Double pounder with some cheese, cheese, play a fish, a hamburger, cheeseburger. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> you could go into McDonald's and buy that record. And um, there was a contest that if you could, and I don't know who, how they saw you do this. This is not like, this was before TikTok and everything, right? Um, if you could perform this song, you might win X amount of money and maybe some free McDonald's or something. And, um, I took it into Miss Shelton's. You remember Miss Shelton? Yeah, we talked yes. about her music class, and I did that for like, one of our little talent talent shows in there one day in elementary school, and uh, uh, I killed it. I mean, I was spitting bars hard. <laughs> and, man, I was just like rattling it off, man. Yeah, you can find you can find that on YouTube. That is on YouTube. That is that is. But you yeah. know what else is on YouTube? And this is one of my favorite commercials and this made your list um it it is on my list but uh let's take a look here oh there we go little teaser oh yeah 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 well and, I, uh, yeah we yeah you gotta look if you're an 80s kid you love this commercial man so let me ask you a question while we're while we're breaking these commercials down how big you think this set actually is oh i'm sure it's like the size of a i don't know like a tabletop or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I remember, I have a specific memory of like, I was a kid and I came home from school on Halloween night and my mom was like cooking dinner and I was watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show waiting to go <laughs> trick-or-treating that night. And that commercial aired and it just, I mean, it put me right in the moment I needed to be in to want to go trick or treating to love Halloween. I was just like, Oh, this is great. And I mean, that's just good stuff. They don't a nice do anything. dad joke in there. They don't do anything like that. Anymore. What, what was the dad joke? You're always coming up with the dad jokes. My mommy had a recipe. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah. That was good. And then the second joke was, does your daddy have a recipe? Right. Not okay. bad. I love the chicken nuggets. They did a great job marketing the chicken nuggets. They did. Because there were three or four iteration of chicken McNugget toys. There were. And they were all phenomenal. Like, you could interchange out their outfits and make whoever wear whatever. It was great. So we had the Halloween ones that we've seen. We had the, um, let's see here. Yeah, like the cowboy. I've got the cowboy on my TV here. You got It was like a, maybe a cowboy and a, a, a male delivery guy. Yeah. Yeah, so they were the McNugget buddies. Do you have printed out notes? I do. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, no. it's They normally go out the window, but I needed this one. The yeah. McNugget band was the one that I was trying to think of. I don't know if I remember. So they had them all, and they had like little rock star, you know, 
Little rocking, rocking oh, I have nuggets. one. I have a. He's got a leather jacket and like a a, a microphone. Yeah. I yes. Have that. I have that. Yeah. So the the McBuddies were really cool. Ronald McDonald, right there on top. Well, if uh, we're talking, if we're look, if we're talking McDonald's, we got to mention the McDonald's classic ice skating Christmas commercial where the kids out on the on the on the on the oh, on the yes. lake or whatever on the pond and he can't. He can't skate, and here comes Ronald, and he helps him. I mean, that was like on every uh, commercial break during a Christmas special in the eighties, like, and it just did. It was one of those things that just put you in the mood for the season, man. Made me want to go out and help some kid ice skate. It was like the the heartwarming. It was heartwarming, touching. We're going to see if this bush goes. It kind of did go. Kind of. Kind of. It had a little cling to it. A little something to it. So here we got Ronald McDonald ice skating up. Sure he is. Poor little kid got left behind. For those listening on the podcast and not watching, we are watching a McDonald's commercial where Ronald McDonald helps the little boy ice skating. I'm sure everybody listening has the full visual, though. Oh, yeah. Look at his little hair blowing in the wind. Cue the the uh, holiday music with uh, very motivational inspiring almost just puts you in the spirit doesn't it it does it does we have been through two seasons already we've got ready for halloween and then immediately got ready for christmas right it's like new year's all over right no kidding let's not talk about it because we're getting closer to spring that's what i want we are man the weather has been do you know they canceled school for tomorrow i heard that over the wind right yeah like, dude, we would have had to have trudged through that wind to get to school. It's it's right at the time the elementary school lets out, so that's why I'm assuming they closed it. But, I mean, I couldn't believe it. that I was told at the school, I'm like, why? And they're like, because of weather tomorrow. Like, it's 70 degrees in fe- March. We have had a crazy February. Like, the most spring February I've ever seen in my life, I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fantastic. Man. Total platonic reversal. I think that's what it is. Oh, Somebody across the screen streams yeah. ship yeah. messed up in the center of the earth. Stop spinning. Yep. And now we got seventy degrees in February. Mm-hmm. It's, it's aliens. I love it. I love it. They could do not say it. Saying it's aliens, but but it's aliens. It's those balloons. It's not a Chinese spy balloon. Well, I hope not. Listen, this is my favorite ever. Dinner out of sight. (laughs) Yeah.
Oh, Mac Tonight. There were there were many variations of the Mac Tonight commercials. That one wasn't my favorite, but they're all my favorite, really. They're all really good. They're um, all really good. Um, you know, Mac Tonight made it into the Happy Meal. Oh, well, I know. I'm looking at every single one of his uh, vehicle toys right now within, oh, I'd say seven feet, eight feet away. You got the one like he's in a, like a yellow convertible? I, I guess he's in a convertible kind of in all of them. I got the convertible. I got the Jeep. I got the speedboat. I got the uh, jet ski. Yeah, looking right at him. I wish you could reach him. Love him. I have a Mac tonight coffee thermos. Oh, uh, dude, that's fantastic. I, I found that at Peddler's Mall for like six bucks. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Nobody's going home with this except me. <laughs> Take it to work every day, man. I wonder why they've never, have they brought Mac tonight back ever before? I don't think, I don't think they did. I wonder why. Well, I don't know the full story on it, but somehow he was used in some sort of, uh, like an online presence or an online video for, uh, maybe it was like, neo-nazi propaganda and so yeah like they totally took something that was like innocent and pure and turned it into some garbage and uh yeah i don't think it's been the same since yeah something you, you'll have to look into that huh mac I tonight the, i could have the whole thing wrong but it was something along those lines mac yeah. tonight is anti-semitic yeah who would have thought? He's a Who good guy, thought? man. He just wants to hover over the city and play you music on his piano while you eat dinner. Dinner! At, At McDonald's! McDonald's. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Make it Mac tonight! Yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. Oop. Might have got a little... Uh, little preview of our next one there if you heard the audio i barely heard it so good good so but you know what's coming the mistress oh, of the dark listen now speaking of halloween if you want to talk halloween halloween season in the 80s and some of the 90s had some of the best uh, commercials because everything would be like halloween themed and of course you know that's my favorite holiday i think you said it's your your favorite holiday Oh, yeah, by far. So, yeah, man, like, everything was Halloween-themed, and McDonald's really did it right with that McNuggets commercial. Coors Light. Now, I want to I I preface this one with a little story. Coors Light, they had a few Halloween promotions. One was Leslie Nielsen as a detective, and he was trying to figure out some stuff. And he would creep around, and it all ended up being Coors Light related. But Elvira did a whole series of Coors Light um, promotions and uh, for Halloween. And I met her at Scarefest uh, several years ago. And I told her the story when I met her about how my dad would go to, to this dairy mart after work every day in Frankfurt. And you probably know the one I'm talking about, right off of Versailles Road. Yep, it's a uh, taco joint now. It's a taco joint, which is completely weird, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, um, taco tacos and gas station. Well, it's not even a gas station, but in a former gas station. It's in a former gas station. Like, whatever. That's frankly. You're getting gas either way. 
<laughs> right. So he would go in there and they had they had a cardboard stand-up of Elvira promoting the Coors Light, you know. And he one day just he comes home from work and he has it in his possession. He was like, they finally gave it to me. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> and and it stood in our living room for like ever. And I was just like, Man, like she's so hot. Like <laughs> I love Elvira. And I mean, I watched her on TV and stuff, but I told her that story and she's like, you know, that is so funny. I was, she's like, I remember everything about shooting that, um, that promo. Like I remember taking the photos for that promo and everything, but yeah, man, without further ado, let's watch Elvira pitch you some beer. Phil Hartman. Frankenstein? Yes. Was it Phil Hartman? Oh, yes. Yeah. That Ma is Phil Hartman. Malibu Beach? That is Phil Hartman. No. Yes. That, that is totally Phil Hartman. <laughs> I can see it. That is absolutely oh, Phil no, Hartman. That's Phil Hartman, man. <laughs> oh, wow. that's fantastic. And it did have the Benny and the Jets, but Frankie and the Net kind of a uh, exactly. yeah. little play there. It's the right beer now, baby. Look, we I had, there it was. I had that thing in my living room, man. Oh, let's see. So the. Dude, that is the display you had. That's it. Of course, it was just her, not the Coors Lights out to the side, but her, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we had, man. The Fright Beer Now. God, I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. You, you know, when I was going through these earlier, I thought I was like, who might, but it was on another commercial that I thought this, the one we'll watch next. But I was like, I wonder if we'll see anybody that we know now, you know, kind of got their start in one of these old retro commercials. Um, so I got a story about the next one. Okay. So, oh, by the way, Elvira, you know, I'm pretty sure she even had a song, right? I mean, that was obvious. I always assumed oh, that's about God. her. I'm assuming oh, that was about her, right? Mm, Papa, mm, Papa, meow, meow. Up. Um, well, you know, I don't know if it's about her, but there was an episode of her old TV show of Elvira's Movie Macabre, and there was, you know, she would host the host them whatever shitty movie they were showing, and you know, <laughs> she, would, she would come in in between commercials <clears throat> and, and and host a segment. One of one of the ones that I own on DVD, she chants these magic words in between um, the commercial or in between the movie, and it goes, "The magic words are, mm Papa, mm Papa, Mao Mao." <laughs> so I don't know if that song was based on her or if she pulled that from the song because it was a name called Elvira, but like, 
funny either way. Mm, Papa Mau Mau. Do your research. As we are live, you guys have to understand one thing. Um, things happen. This is not something that can come out in editing. I have to urinate, so I will be right back. Mm. Do your mm, Papa Mau Mau. While Jason is doing that, let's, let's take a look here. The Oak Ridge Boys made the song Elvira famous, uh, but it was originally a minor hit for Frasier. At not not Fraser Crane, but uh, some band named Fraser. Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys took the pop hit and made it a country hit in 1981, and is now considered one of the Oak Ridge Boys' signature songs. the The hit Elvira was written about actress Cassandra Peterson, known for her character Elvira. It is false. The song was inspired by writer Dallas Frazier looking up at the Nashville sign marker for Elvira Street. And I'm assuming Elvira Street is in uh, Nashville. So that is interesting. It was written about a street in Nashville. Oh, no, that is... uh, yeah, so I think I was better off not knowing and just assuming that it was written about Cassandra Peterson. Jason, it turns out that is not true. It wasn't written the, about her. I figured it wasn't. Dallas Frazier wrote the song okay. and actually had a minor hit with it because when he wrote it, he looked up at a street sign that was Elvira Street. And he wrote the song about a street. The Oak Ridge Boys took the song, made it famous in 1981. Yep. And now it's it's a classic Oak Ridge Boy. And it's probably what the majority of people know the Oak Ridge Boys for. I will agree. And I'm sure Elvira just got a kick out of that and used to pop a mound now because she thought it would be hilarious because she is hilarious. So... So now it does beg the question, though Dallas Frazier wrote it about the street, did the Oak Ridge Boys sing it to her? Maybe. So there's there's where our original theory can just stay intact. How many other Elviras do you know? Zero. Exactly. Yeah. There's one and only. There is an Elmira. Sure there is. We know her. Okay, just making sure everyone knows their tiny tunes. She loves to hug them and squeeze them. And yeah. and poor little kitty. Mm-hmm. So, um, back in the day, yes, you weren't... Well, okay, today you couldn't wear these kind of things to school. Did I... Hold on, did I... Did I... Going back, did I interrupt you because you had a story? I did. Well, no, you didn't interrupt me. Because we went back on the Elvira thing about the Almond or the Oak Ridge Boys. That was your story. Okay. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't my story. Yeah. The story's now, but it wasn't earlier. Oh, okay. So, but it's about the past and the future all in one at this very moment. Right. I used to have a shirt that had a dog on a skateboard. You would not be allowed to wear this dog in public schools anymore um i don't know i'd some kind of terrier but i always called it a spuds mckenzie dog 
Look at him. Look at him. I mean, he does it all. He's a party animal, dude. That is People somebody. People love that dog. I, you show up to the party, no matter how cool you think you are, you're never going to be as cool as if Spud McKenzie is sitting right there. That is very true. Because to this day, I see a dog like this. I call it a Spud's McKenzie dog. I mean, look at him. He's smiling. He's smiling. He's playing drums. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's riding in cars. He surfs. He skates. He gets the chicks. I mean, he is the uh, ultimate you, you, you party have, animal. Yeah, you don't have mascots like this anymore. You don't have like iconic mascots like Spuds McKenzie, man. It made me want to drink beer at like eight years old. Dude. I, I, I think that's probably why we don't have mascots like Spuds McKenzie. Could be the problem now. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Now, if we're going to talk McDonald's real quick, I'm going to go back. Yes. I just want to point out some of the cool slogans that totally were like much better than. Do you remember? Have you had your break today? Oh, yeah. Have you yeah. had your break today? Because I often forget to take mine. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know, McDonald's would be really disappointed in me right now. Or food, folks, and fun, right? You remember food, the, folks, and fun? I do not, but it's the three Fs. Food, folks, and fun. It was like a place you wanted to be. Now it's not so much. God, no. Why would you want to go to McDonald's now? I can't think of many reasons, except for that they brought the McBoo back um, during Halloween this year. And that was, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Uh, they did, however, discontinue the McRib, and I cannot forgive them for that. They'll bring it back, man. You've got to give it time. You, I know. You can't, you can't sit here and think that they're going to, like, just totally. You know, we had for dinner tonight McDonald's. Did you? I mean, yeah. I, I eat it. It's, it's not it, but. Don't let them fool you into thinking that they're going to just discontinue that McRib forever. They know they got y'all on this. <laughs> they know that you're waiting with bated breath for the McRib to come back, and they're going to bring it back. Give it about a year, two years. Yeah, they'll they'll have to take a little hiatus, but uh, since we are on the food subject, here is one that shaped my childhood. Because this was about the only fast food that we got a lot when we were kids. And of course, I can't. Oh, it's the one, the one I can't find. Oh. Mm, what a shame. Oh, here we go. Oh. 
Okay, so I had never seen that, but apparently <laughs> Little Caesars has always had funny commercials because the ones in recent years have been like pretty primo. Oh yeah, Little Caesar commercials are fantastic. Yeah. Um that one. You know the song Wooly Bully. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I can barely hear that. Yeah, that one's pretty low. So, Little Caesars, also their marketing campaign with the Pizza Pizza. You got two pizzas in this giant sleeve, yeah. basically for the price of one. You feed the whole family. It was a cheaper alternative. My mom worked right next to the Little Caesars at the laundromat. So, Friday nights, we would get Little Caesars and Crazy Bread. We'd rent a movie from Hughes oh, Video. Man. And I'd play video games all night. Mario, Mario 3, all that jazz. And it was Little Caesars Pizza, and they were square. Yeah. And they it was the first square pizza I ever had. I never, you know, well, besides school. School, school. Yeah, pizza. school, school pizza. <laughs> um, God, you know, and let me tell you a little something about Little Caesars. Man, people, I've met a lot of people that, that dog on Little Caesars. Oh, my favorite pizza. Here's the thing. It's not my, I don't think it's my favorite, but it's certainly a really good pizza for the price that you're paying. Like there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with Little Caesars. Like I'll get it any day of the week. I don't care. Uh, yeah, man, Little Caesars. It's a classic. You know, they up their prices. I love the five, the $5 pizza made it an undeniable great deal. But still, pound for pound, that is my favorite of the fast food pizzas. Oh, sure. Uh, and they they didn't raise the prices like that that much. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's like, what, what it's six? Only, it's like six now. Like like 685 or something, right? Is it? I don't, I don't know. It's a lot. Back, I don't think it was that much. It's a lot that I'm like, yeah. No, no I'm still, <laughs> still okay with it. Still okay with it. You don't got to cook it. You don't got to... Preheat the oven, nothing. Just grab it and eat it. Oh, so speaking of grabbing and eating, our next ad takes us all the way back to 1985. Oh. Turn it up. I'm going to sing it. Is my headphones on? Yeah. Shit, here it comes. <laughs> take it take a sniff he said nah. oh. juicy fruit the taste the taste the taste is gonna move ya damn oh my gosh i never realized that they were sniffing gum take a sniff pull it <laughs> out take a sniff pull it out <laughs> I think I might not give that person a piece of gum. Yeah, like, no, nah, bro. You know what? Like, I'm you good. You know, this is small ass piece. I can't give you an insight. <laughs> small ass piece, man. Yeah. 
Juicy fruit. How much juicy fruit did you consume because of that commercial? Oh, dude, I love it's it's still a, like a great gum, man. Like juicy fruit's a good gum, man. You know what I think a good a good gum is? Who? Not a joke. What? Fruit stripe. Fruit stripe gum is probably the best gum ever, but you gotta chew the entire pack. Because best otherwise, unless it's, huh? Best gum ever. Eh, well, maybe not best gum ever. It's really good. It's got a really good flavor to it for like three seconds. I was going to say for 30 seconds, you got <laughs> a little bit of flavor and it's all right. That's why you have to uh, chew the get, entire pack. You get like a transparent like tattoo thing on the uh, wrapper, right? So You do. You had a zebra advertising it. That's why you bought it. There's your mascot. Because it was What's striped like a zebra. Did he, have a, did he have a name? No. It's probably something like Stripe. I'm sure he did. Probably Fruity the Zebra. Fruity. Stripe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, but uh, gum. All the... Was it Wrigley's? Did Wrigley's make every single one of these? Double Mint and Big Red and Juicy Fruit? Because I think they, so. They came with the advertising... Heat. Speaking here we go. We got the we got the yeah we got the double mint twins on the beach right here. Here we go. This this was uh, my wife's favorite jingle. Dude. Five sticks for a quarter. A quarter. 25 you can, cents. You can still get that for that, you know. What? Listen, if you go into like a Dollar Tree or something, now they've got, they've got like the five packs of it, of course, for like a dollar or whatever. But like, yes, you can still get those packs of gum for a quarter, I think, or something around that. Uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, they're still out there on the stores. <clears throat> I mean, I guess the Dollar Tree is a dollar and a quarter now. But if you're getting five packs in the sleeves and it's a quarter sure. each all you do is you pop it in you go out somewhere you run into a set of twins and then you start the the day just takes off man you but you can't unless you're a twin you gotta stay fresh man but you yeah. gotta have a twin to do all this right i don't think the guys were twins man like me and you could go out run into a set of twins and like start taking photos of each other and shit on the beach and i think they were twins and, too though Having fresh breath. Maybe they were. I don't know. It's like, oh, there's two of them and two of us. So I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. Both, <laughs> of us, both of us are taking men. We're not going to do that. Happily taken. Happily taken. But but we could if we wanted. Well, all we needed was a pack of gum. Right? Yeah. Hell, a quarter. That's all you needed. Like in the I'll, 80s, I'll, foot, I'll foot that bill if you want me. In the 80s, you could get a girl for 25 cents. 25 cents, dog. Or, or a red. guy for twenty five, and that could, it was a guy for twenty five cents. But we got to talk about if we're going to do the other two, we got to do the big red one because the big red is the one that had, I think, to me, the catchiest, the catchiest team. Do you uh, like big red? I love big red. I'm not like a big gum chewer. Like I like, I like gum, 
Um, but yeah, man, I like the. I'm still like often that I buy it, but yeah, Big Red's good. So kiss a little longer. Stay oh, so close this is, a little longer. I don't this is an it. unexpected jingle, but uh, check this out. Oh, I like that it's on Stereo 31 WMBD TV. I like that. I love let's, that. Let's hear their slogan. All right. That was good. I love it. Dude, I love little commercial bumpers like that for, for network TV back in the day. Man. Oh, here we oh, go. Look, God. he's got the he's pulled the he's pulled the big red out. That big red freshness lasts like through it. Your fresh breath goes on and on. Love it. That's the best one, man. That's that's the best gun. I think that's how you... Uh, I think they done it looking at the three commercials back to back. I think Wrigley was going for stages of life. Okay. Juicy okay. Fruit was the young, you're young, you're single, you're okay. skydiving or skiing. Okay. Double Mint, you're meeting somebody, you're sure. becoming two. Yeah. And then Big Red, they were all married and happily married and kissing and loving and all that stuff. They you were together. Be, you could be onto something here. I think... That must be while while the big death chewing gum did not make it as well. <laughs> yeah, well. Wrigley's fourth chewing gum, the little less known, R.I.P. From from cradle to grave. Yeah. <laughs> Wrigley's yeah. got you. They did. Oh man. Now have we have we passed food? Uh, promotion yet? Because, no, no, okay, absolutely. Not. There's one that I got to talk about, and I know you looked it up, but be, I just, I just wanted to make sure you were going to mention it. Man. So now, I have not, do not remember this one. This might jog my memory once I see it, but it I the, do oh, have okay. another one for the same brand. Is it Wendy's? Yes. Okay. Let me just let me look. look. I don't know how I remember this this commercial. I, I just it's something that stuck with me all my life. Literally, summer break, you're staying up late, uh, dad's working late, you're hanging out with your mom in the living room. She's like folding laundry. You've got no obligations the next day. You're not going to do anything except wake up and like play Nintendo <laughs> and go hang out with your friend. And you're up late watching TV. And this Wendy's commercial comes on, and when you go to bed. This song is in your head all night, and it stuck with me for days and days, and I love it. It gives me such a happy, comfortable feeling anytime I see this commercial or look up this commercial, because you're not going to see it now. But All right, so let's listen to this little earbug.
give a little nibble. Look, he's giving a big old nibble. Dude, all that makes me so happy, man. Oh, I can give imagine Jason little... going to bed. Give oh, I was a just like, nibble. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> time to go to sleep. <laughs> like, do you do you not remember that? No. Oh my god, dude, I love it. I do not. But here's the Wendy's commercial that I remember. This is all, and, and take it back. This is all yellow Wendy's when Wendy's was awesome. Yes. Yellow Wendy. Where's the Dude, so Wendy's ran on that Where's the Beef slogan for so many years. Yes. I used to have a trucker hat that was from, I don't, I guess it was from Wendy's. I don't know. It was like, this is a promotional item. I don't, could not tell you where I ended up with it at. But it, it just straight up said, Where's the Beef on it? And I was like, this is dope. So, um, I had a TV shirt or a TV shirt. I had a t-shirt that had where's the beef written on it. Like I'm sure. Yeah. Millions of millions of red blooded meat eating Americans were also asking, where's the beef? Where is it? Still never found out because I don't think anyone ever brought beef to the table. <laughs> But apparently it's what's for dinner, right? So it is what's for dinner. You remember that commercial. Beef, it's what's for dinner. I mean I think they still use that slogan. I think they well they do. They do. Yeah. So um now that we've we've filled our appetites. I don't know how to segue from that. Here we go. Where's the beef? The beef is right here, ladies and gentlemen. Bam! Oh, yes. Yeah, perfect segue into the first ever Masters of the Universe ad featuring the one and only He-Man. He-Man, He-Man. Daddy got the shit knocked out of me. Love it, dude. You know. So what happened not... to the little brother? I don't know. He he just kind of disappeared halfway through the uh, through the commercial there. They're like he. You know what? This kid sucks. Like we got to get him out of here. Can we just finish right. this without the kid? Let's have the dad act yeah. like Skeletor. You know yeah, get him out of here. Um. There was nothing like a good toy commercial to get you just wanting something, right? Like you, I mean, those, 
there are so many masters of the universe toys commercials that and they 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 gradually got cooler and cooler and cooler and like man like i like the beat to that he man he man he man and they and they use that for for several commercials like uh there was a vehicle called the dragon walker and it was like dragon walker dragon <laughs> walker or like uh i mean yeah i mean they did that so many times in, in the human but oh yeah it was just like every time it was like i gotta have it i need this toy yeah man oh speaking of gotta have toys uh had to have it Can we, just, the bone. can we take a second to appreciate the city that someone built for that commercial in the first one there? Like it was, uh, I mean, they really look at that, but they, they went all out. Look at that. I mean, you got, you can't see through the windows, but Who cares? it's probably made of cardboard. They went as far as to make a little ledge on the yeah. side of this one. Like you could set some, uh, a little, a little potted plant out there you on that to, you really could yeah oh that man, is, uh, yeah man come on you said there's so much oh stuff look that... yep oh man there's the bat yes you remember i told I you that's the one i thought that came out of the subway from ghostbusters 2 yep yes that was the yep. uh that was the bat right there i didn't catch that on the first playthrough Plus, they advertised slime that you could buy, which every kid ruined so many carpets. I was going to say. I never had any. My parents wouldn't buy the slime shit for, for that oh. or for the. Uh, no, I never had the He-Man. Um, I never had the slime pit until now. I haven't as an adult, but I don't. I never was a kid. My parents were not buying that slime shit. Man. My mom and dad bought me the slime. And. Um, It was, it was one of the things that I was always allowed to have, and I'm really shocked now because we went to Ollie's and bought a bunch of slime because, you know, you get really good stuff cheap at Ollie's. Great slogan as well. Uh, have you been to the one? Have you been to Ollie's? I've been one time. There was one here in, off Richmond Road, and um, I went to it, but uh, I, I didn't really find anything of interest in there. We yet. went to the one here they built in Frankfurt, and I found some wrestling stuff and we'll go there and buy birthday presents for all the kids or whatever at one time. Yeah. And then that way we got everybody's birthdays because Ava goes to all kinds of birthday parties. So we kind of have everyone's stuff already mapped out. Mm -hmm. And uh, last time we got these buckets of slime and we made so many parents happy over. These weren't like little buckets of slime. These were like big 
buckets of slime and it had like glitter that you could mix in the slime oh that's a mess yeah it is but we bought like 14 or 15 buckets of this so we made 14 or 15 households very happy one of which i know they had to like spend hours washing the little boy's hair because he shampooed with it they all hate you now every one of those parents yes they they probably do yeah um here are ads that they should run today and they don't anymore and i get very sad back in the day you could watch an ad for whatever it might be and an ad would go through the series of a summer when they knew kids were at home watching tv and they would have storylines you would have it a story arc oh yeah one of my all-time favorites of course, is the Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was one of my favorite advertising story arcs ever. Damn. Dude, you know what? I don't recall that at all, but I... Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love the whole... It goes back to that sweepstakes thing, man. Yes. That, that whole, like, let's have the consumer interact with us and, like, be a part of this and do run a promo and uh, offer a prize they just don't do it anymore nobody does it and and it's so much fun man uh i just i don't even know what to say about it that that was great Number i've one. never seen that man i can't believe you never seen I that this is I my... probably i probably did but i don't recall that so. oh my gosh we never had we didn't get a lot of soda growing up my dad would have Mountain Dew, but we weren't allowed to drink that because that was his. Yeah. So we would have Coke around the house occasionally, but we always, always had Kool-Aid. My grandmothers always had Kool-Aid. One of them never had any damn sugar. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so you go to her house, you What's pour Kool-Aid, you're like, oh, yeah. God. What's the point? Um, but this is like my all-time favorite ad thing because I had the map. I had the little red magnifying glass where if you put it over it, you know how they would do the red in there and it would show up. Oh, yeah. And I remember spending the uh, summer with my Kool-Aid Kingdom map and the hunt for Scorch. And there were little comic book things 
that also continued the story that you would get. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I used to cut Kool-Aid points and I never won anything, but I was very, very invested in hunting down Scorch and making sure that all the kids' thirst was quenched. Because here's the thing, it's summer. You're off school. Everything is, is just fun. It's open season. You do what you want. You're drinking Kool-Aid. You're playing outside. You're playing games, whatever. And you've got this fun little thing to look forward <clears> to, right? Like this fun little activity to look forward to. Like hunting down Scorch on this map, like for summer. Like I would, I would do that now at 43 years old. Look for that bastard Scorch. I think I would totally be on that. I'm on it, man. Like, I look. I might have to get on eBay and see if I can find a Scorch map. I bet you you could find it. I'm doing it right now. Fuck it. So, uh, we got a couple more here. I wonder if we could, we should, I wonder if you can find that. I wonder if you can find that map. I wonder how I'm much that map right will cost. I'm looking right now. What, what was it called? Kool-Aid paper? Kool-Aid Kingdom. So, um, we got a couple fun commercials. Let's move along to some of the opposite end of the spectrum here. Now, this one I'm not familiar with. But there is nothing here. Really? That's lame. I was going to buy it like right now, but whatever. I, I will. I think that is a quest that we must undertake. We must find the map to the Kool Aid Kingdom. Much like you explore. had to find Scorch. You have to. You have to yes. find the map now. So it's like the Lost City of Atlantis. Yeah. Probably one in the same. Kool-Aid Kingdom, Atlantis, makes the world go round. Same thing. Now, I will say also that they, they still sell Kool-Aid, obviously, but they don't do Kool-Aid points anymore. So back in the day, you could <clears> take the Kool-Aid points and get cool stuff, like the uh, Kool-Aid uh, cups and uh, the Kool-Aid pitcher and all that. They don't do anything like that anymore, man. That was just a side note. But what is What is your favorite Kool-Aid flavor? Honestly, cliche as it is, Sharkleberry Finn. Yes. Yes, that's not cliche at all. Well, but I figure like it, that's a lot of people from our ages go to, but it was so fucking good. Um, do, do, you, is, do you think that's really that? I never realized it was popular. I just know that that was my I favorite. Was. I think it was. Um, yeah, Sharkleberry Finn is, is pretty fantastic. But also I'm like into like... Uh, the strawberry lemonade and the the blue is there like a blue raspberry or like a blue there is a blue raspberry yeah i think that's one of mine that there's, one's not bad yeah cool i like strawberry kiwis good well that's kind of the yeah. uh charcoalberry fin flavor mm. but that's really cool that you said charcoalberry fin because i did fin. have a little something you got a little something right there there he is yeah. Chuck a bad 
I mean, it doesn't get any more 80s summer than a sh pink shark in sunglasses swimming in some Kool-Aid. With some fantastic puns. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so let's switch some gears here. Let me, let me, I gotta, I gotta speak on this. I gotta speak on this. This one's all you, man. And you know, and you know something I have, I have props. I have props for this one that are within reach. So look, you know, there was, um, if you were up early in the morning or up extremely late um, in the eighties, you would see several commercials for things that uh, Time Life would offer, whether it was Time Life books, Time Life music, you know, um, tape or records or CD sets, or the 50s, hits from the 50s or fabulous 50s or something like that, right? But <sighs> Time Life books. And this is actually, if you do some research on this, lots of people are are still haunted by this. Uh, Time Life Books did a series of books called Mysteries of the Unknown. And I remember being able to stay up late on summer breaks. And my parents had already gone to bed. Everybody had already gone to bed. And I would stay up late watching like Fox 56, of course, you knew Fox 56 here in, in, in Lexington. And you'd be watching like Love Connection with Chuck Woolery or something at like 11, 12 at night. And when it would go to commercial, they would show these commercials for Time Life Mysteries of the Unknown. And I always found it to just be terrifying. If you look the commercial up and you look under the comments, you'll find that you're not alone in that because so, <laughs> many, so many people were just like, you know what? This scared the living hell out of me as a kid. And honestly, watching it now, 30 something years later, it's still, but I want to, I wanted to, I just, you go ahead and show the commercial now. I'll show you my little props after after the commercial. Roll film. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Something about our own untapped capabilities. 
Books will arrive about every other month. About. You, about you, every other month. You'll get them. <laughs> you'll get them. Just eh, give just, or take. Just hold your horses. You might get four in a year. You might get six in a year. Listen. Commercials, it's still creepy to me to this day. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> our, our screens got smaller as we were showing the commercial, but. I was holding up, and let me show you these. Oh, please tell me you have a copy of this. Now, get get your first, you know what he said, he, get your first book, Mystic Places. Yeah, well, I got that shit right here, pal. Mystic Places. Okay. Oh, that is fantastic. I forgot, I did not realize that's what you, what I'd pulled up on I there swear. until I seen the commercial, and now I totally, oh, you got volume two. I have Hauntings. Okay. I have uh, Phantom Encounters, okay, and uh, finally the uh, the UFO phenomenon. Now that one's got a bookmark in it. It's got it because I was reading it. Yeah. Now I had wanted these for years and years and years, and uh, I finally decided one day at my local F Price Books to just look for them. I was like, just see if they have. It. And they did. They had almost damn near every one of them, and um, probably oh, six bucks a piece. So that's not bad. That's yeah, half no. price. Yeah, exactly. So I would pop in there and pick them up, and uh, I'd like to get the rest of them. But man, super creepy commercial, man. Something that stuck with me just uh, so much as a kid. Like it terrified the hell out of me and intrigued me. I like. I felt like I had to. Even though I was scared of it, like I had to know more about it. Might have been one of my segues into the uh, the paranormal, you know? So, yeah. I'm going to take a guess here. Uh, three wavy lines. That's all I could think about when I seen the psychic one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a couple of wavy lines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I love those commercials. I forgot all about those. I was a big mark when commercials like that. I loved unsolved. I still like unsolved mysteries. Oh, absolutely. Um, scare the shit out of me when I was a kid, you know, I'd watch it at night and then try to go to sleep and it, it did not happen. You'd stare out the window expecting an alien to, to pop up. I know. Uh, but those books are fantastic. That is a great find. Oh dude. Yeah. Love it. So this is not as uh, old as some of the commercials that we've we've uh, talked about tonight, but this is one that I found or find extremely creepy. But it is one of the most catchy jingles 
that I've ever heard on a commercial because anytime you mention the word coupon, this pops into my head. <laughs> Beware of paper cuts. <laughs> Look, that's that's advertising right there, man. That's marketing. Yes. Sticks in your head. Makes you sing it years later. But I think that every time somebody brings a coupon in or asks for a coupon for our service department, I think of that. I'm like, <laughs> any coupon works. Any Beware coupon paper works. cuts. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's so. Can I can I pause real quick? Yes. Because I want to ask you. Uh, may I use the bathroom one more time? Yes. You're a good guy. Everybody hanging yes. out. The light. Keep them entertained. Keep them entertained. So now that Jason is gone, we can look back in his closet again and see all the Star Wars stuff. Nope. Other advertising stuff, uh, State Farm, like a good neighbor. Discount double check, all fantastic ad items, uh, things that get stuck in your head. What is your favorite jingles? What ads have stuck with you your entire life and do you like now? Join the conversation, comment below, let us know in the comments. We'll interact back with you. What were some of the things you enjoyed as a kid? What commercials do you love now? Is there any commercial out there now that you just can't get enough of? Let us know in the comments below. Like and subscribe to the Powerbomb Nation, the home of the culture cast. Tune in tomorrow night for Do or Do Not, a Star Wars podcast, episode four. Episode four, This is the Way, where me and Chris are going to break down the first episode of The Mandalorian, season three. So make sure you tune in tomorrow night at 8.30. And now that Jason's back. So Jason wouldn't let me watch this commercial. Oh, but, oh, 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 oh. Listen. And you know, here's the thing. I don't remember this commercial as a kid. I only discovered this in recent years as an adult. Let me tell you, it's it's one of the it's one of the I watch a lot of horror movies. I'm a horror guy. They don't bother me, right? This shit bothers. This shit bothers me. Now, in the 80s, when there was a PSA commercial, public service announcement, you know, don't drink and drive, don't burn your forest down, et cetera, et cetera. They drove it home and they drove it home hard. They went hard in the paint. And to me, I don't know, personally, it's probably the hardest they've ever gone in the paint. So we're probably going to have to do a run back maybe after we watch it. If there's any way to possibly slow-mo it, that would be great. But just watch how 
fucking creepy this is. And go. No, no, oh, no, no, oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, when she, oh, wait, I don't know what this is. I don't either, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even care. That when she look, oh my god, dude, that makes that makes when she pulls her face off and it and it comes off and looks like a mask, that just does it. Like, yes, that, you saw it. Can we, can we, is there any way we can pause it on that? Let's see. Uh, oh, that's the image right there. Oh, okay. Keep going a little further. Just a, oh, ah! my God. No, 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 <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. That is We're horrible. That. We're not doing that, man. Like I'm not doing that. Not even going to try to pronounce that. How's it going? My, how's it going? Hope you're doing well out there. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. And uh, is crying of laughter. But but you feel me, right? Like surely, dude. That's you, creepy. That's now for our what was it, what was their name? Lukovic, Lukvese, Luk Lucia. Please comment again so I can pronounce your name. Lavasi. Lavasi. It sounds. Sounds fancy like uh, Cavassier. Lavassier. You are now Lavassier. Yeah, that's a much better handle, Lavassier. Until you you correct us otherwise. Thank you, but you have to... Listen, you got to admit that was creepy, right? Like, the the, I'm asking Lavassier. Please tell me that that terrified you. Look at that. But then, like, he's creepy too, right? Like, he's... The laugh. Okay, and I think the reason, part of the reason I find him right there creepy is because I have this horror movie that I love from like the early 80s called Girls Night Out, and the killer kills people in a high school basketball like uh, bear mascot costume with like built-in claws, like actual blades in the claw, and it looks just like that, so... But yeah, so we're talking like double. I mean, I mean, dude. But but her taking that mask off is like, no, I'm not. I find it scary because of Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, I mean, I, I can see that. <laughs> Chuck Chuck E. Cheese always freaked me the hell out. Okay, but I mean, her <laughs> face when she takes that mask off. That, look, I'm the only one. There's, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. And guess what, folks? That's what we're going to leave you on. That is the image that we're ending on for you to go to bed to. There you go. Enjoy. Go it again. Just a little nibble. And then someone's ripping their face off and it's a Give bear. a little nibble. Hey. Watch the creepy commercial. <laughs> you know what? Like, seriously. That's that's scarier to me than the mystery, Mysteries of the Unknown commercial. 
that that might have that might have would have given me more nightmares than it's than uh, just about anything. Yeah, absolutely. But he made a point. It would have not been him. You wouldn't have listened. I will never even consider starting a fire in the forest because of that. Ever. <laughs> you know what's weird is how animatronic and i know it probably wasn't but how weird her face looked in the beginning of the ad anyways i know i don't even it looks a lot like what we consider the ai would look now which i mean is that ai just looking real but nonetheless creepy stuff great advertisements we want to hear your thoughts below what you enjoyed and then we want you to get ready for next week i haven't told jason yet yeah, well, be sure to drop and tell us some of your favorite commercials or memories from advertising or commercials from the 80s and, and the 90s or even whenever you were a child. So even if you're like uh, 15 years old, like whenever, like 2003, cool, we'll, we'll take a commercial. Tell us tell us what you like. So, but you There's good commercials told. now. There are, yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, Discount double check. I haven't seen that. State Farm. Yeah. Jake State with Farm. State Farm's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, all the insurance commercials are really good. The farmers, farmers, <clears throat> Liberty, Liberty. Oh, dude, Liberty and uh, Liberty, Liberty, Limu, Emu, and Doug, and Doug. Yep, that's good stuff. The uh, <laughs> the uh, farmers, farmers. So yeah, so, yeah. You are, you're springing you're springing a surprise episode on me this week. So I, I am, I am because I want everyone to think really, really hard for next week. Did you see this episode tonight? Are you sure that it really happened? Oh, I know what he's going for. Because next week, our whole episode is going to be on the Mandela the effect. Mandela effect. Yeah what you remember isn't what happened truth or alternate timelines find out next week did nelson mandela really die in prison or did he live a long life afterwards find out next week because there may or may not be a story that i have related to my elementary school and nelson mandela oh yeah kind of odd so next week, Thursday, 930 tune in. Find out, Jason, where can the folks find you at? Jason Shepherd Artworks with an X on Facebook or Instagram. Jason Shepherd Artworks. I mean, it's right here, right underneath my face. You can see how you spell it. You gotta look that up right there. Check out some of my artwork. Also, go check out my other podcast with Matt Luke Cosley called The Lost Art of, where we cover a bunch of cool retro pop culture topics and uh of course if you're just tuning into the the white knight here at the culture cast and you haven't hit that subscribe button better go on and do so now because uh we're gonna have some cool shit to talk about all the time be sure to follow up with it oh yeah big announcement over a thousand subs yeah powerbomb nation rocking right along over 1,000 subs happened this week, so uh, thank you. Make all. sure you join the wave of people joining the Powerbomb Nation, listening to the Culture Cast, 
Contact us. Look, I point the wrong way there. At Powerbomb Nation on all your social media. Let us know what you want to hear about. What culture, retro culture, current culture do you want to hear? Let us know. Tweet it. Comment. Got a joke? Send it in. I'll probably drop it on Jason and see if I can get him to fall for it. I probably uh, before will. he realizes. More often than not, I do fall for it. So. For Jason Shepard, I'm Dwight Couch. Have a good evening and uh, see you later.